together. Hey everyone, it is Courtney and Zevin for another episode of Eat Meat and Question Everything. Today we are with Tyler Fullerton from Fullerton Nutrition. I'm super excited about this. Tyler, I don't know if you know this, but I've been following you since you had less than 10,000 followers on TikTok. Your new account or my old no, account? Your old account from like three years ago. Oh my gosh, that is that's awesome. I did I did not know that. Yeah. That's I, it's amazing. I appreciate I, it. I've been I was keto for four or five years, and I found your account right after I had my baby, my second baby, who's almost he's two and a half. And I remember like at that point, the lives were only like 30 of us. And now you have two, three, sometimes 400 people and you're on there for like 12 hours a day. So thousands, I popped into one. You have like thousands, no? At least uh, one I saw. It depends. If I have a video going viral, there could be a ton of people watching, especially with the live one-on-one -on -one calls. Everyone wants to listen in. Everyone wants to hear someone's story that they can relate to that everyday people are getting results. Everyday people can lose body fat. So when people hear it and it's relatable, instead of you've got the big beefy guys, we won't call them tool bags, but it is what it is. Um, talking about having abs and getting shredded. A 45 year old mom with three kids and a husband doesn't care about being shredded. So try and make it relatable and everyday Americans, it's, it is what it is for that. Well, you, I didn't, I consulted a trainer. I was losing weight and I called you. I didn't know you were doing them, but I jumped on TikTok for the first time in months. And I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I need him to just like kick me into gear. I hired a trainer at the beginning of this year. She charged me and told me I need to be eating 1300 calories. Now I was eating 2000 at that point. She was like, you need to eat 13, 1200 to 1300. And I was like, this isn't right. Like I know too much at this point, this isn't right. And she wanted me to do an hour, hour of cardio every day with an hour of weightlifting, which I love cardio, but I don't usually do that much that often. And so <laughs> that makes like, one of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know I'm sadistic. Um, but I was like, I'm going to call. And you were like, you know what you're doing. And you just were like, don't ever pay for a trainer ever again. Like, and I was like, noted. And I've lost 30 pounds since then. So you kind of kicked my ass into gear. So I freaking love it. That's, that's why I do this. Like, don't get me wrong. Of course there's good trainers. Just like there's great freaking cops. There's great doctors, but it's just the majority of these trainers. They're going off of like, I went to school for exercise science, open up my own gym, wanted to be a trainer. And it just, kills me like i hear it all day long when people hear the word calorie deficit every number that pops into your head is 1200 that's what everyone thinks and everyone's doing it no one's getting results and it kills me and i'm like you guys gotta eat so i freaking love it glad that you're down freaking 30 pounds actually eating and not starving yourself and putting that money instead to the trainer to actual groceries <laughs> Stuff. Yeah. Well, do you want to explain a little bit more what you do then? Cause we're kind of like talking, like everyone watches you on TikTok and maybe yeah. they do, but you want to say like what you do every oh, day how or did you start, how did you start? What led you to where you are now? Just so everyone, I'm sure they're going to run to your TikTok after they hear this anyway, but yes, they should. He's huge on TikTok, everybody. <laughs> it's not that big. It's only like 300, but anyways, this is the new account. Old account has like 390, but Anyways, I don't care about the growth. I don't care how many people follow me. All I care about is people getting results. And that's what got me started with all of this is I'm going to do, try and make this short a story. 
graduated high school, weighed 130. I wanted to go play college football. I took a year off. Everyone went to college, everyone went to school, everyone came back from summer break. And one of my buddies that I grew up with, best friends, and we were born same day, same hospital, four hours apart. I peed on him in kindergarten. Our moms are best friends now. It's hysterical. Um, he gained like he gained a good 60 he gained it's not the freshman 15 anymore it's a freshman 60 so he gained a lot of weight and we were at a pool party and he's like dude i just want to freaking lose weight like i need help and at, within that year i got from 130 to 160 i put on good weight and everyone was asking me what i was doing and stuff and he's like dude i just need help and i'm 18 years old i don't care about helping someone else all i care about is football and the ladies come on it's college so i was like whatever man come to the gym with me long story short he got phenomenal results he got amazing results and seeing him completely change as a person the gratification that i got was like this is insane like somebody's life can change which with weight loss and because of him, let's go for exercise science. I knew I wanted to have my own gym because all these personal trainers, clients are charged 60 to $120 an hour. They make 12 bucks for the session. I knew I had to have my own, have my own gym. Opened up my own gym, worked at a Fortune 500 company, crushed it in sales, was able to open up my own gym at 21 and killing it, loved it. People were getting awesome results. And I'm like, people are like, Tyler, why am I not getting results? I'm killing myself in the gym. And I'm like, what are you eating? everyone everyday moms dads working people don't have time to get in the right amount of calories they're all doing 1200 calories 1500 calories or less and it's mind-blowing and they're like i'm not eating too much but i'm not getting the results i'm killing myself in the gym I'm like, yeah you're doing great you're here every single day that's when i finally realized it is calories we need the nutrients we have to take in the right amount of calories the right amount of nutrients for the body to thrive and I'm like, look, we got to eat. And they're like, Tyler, I don't have time to eat. I got kids. I got my spouse. I got to take care of my husband. I don't know why these husbands can't take care of themselves. It's astonishing. <laughs> where did the, like, where is the independence? Um, and everyday working people. And they're like, what meal replacement can I get? And I'm like, all right, that's a great idea. Something with calories, nutrients, and all these meal replacements are full of carbs, full of sugars, don't even have enough calories to be a meal. And they're full of the low quality proteins, making people bloated, gives a bad rep to weight protein. And I went out, formulated my own meal replacement, took two years and that has taken off everything. And once I got my first order to Australia, I was like, all right, sold the gym. And I knew I can make a bigger impact in the world with fuller to nutrition than I could with a five mile radius of the gym. Cause it's insane that people are like, Oh, you're too far. And I'm like, you're three miles away. <laughs> so that's how I got started with all of this. And yes, we have, I ha own fuller to nutrition, but the joy and the gratification that I get when someone sends me a DM that has said, I have PCOS, I have Hashimoto's, I have hypothyroid. I thought I could never lose weight. I've tried everything. We hear that all, I hear that every freaking day. I've tried everything. It's never, it's never gonna work for me. And then people go under the knife and then we talk about even more health repercussions after that. So I'm like, there's no better feeling when I get that message saying, I can't thank you enough. I'm back under my goal weight. I look better. I feel amazing. I'm more confident in myself now. And there's no better feeling than that. So like all the nurses, teachers, coaches, I coach little league football. So for everyone who's coached or has helped somebody do something, you see the joy on their face. There's no better feelings. Like with one of my kids, when they score a touch, they're like, coach, it worked. I'm like, yeah, I know it worked. I told you it would. 
that's how I am with my kids, but clients, it's different. But that's how I got started. That's what Fullerton Nutrition is all about. That's why I freaking do this. That's why I'm here right now on this podcast. So hopefully this gets out. People listen and people make the change. And I love it. And it's, it is life-changing when you have the body you want, you're healthy, and you have all of the confidence in the world. Yeah, definitely. Now, when you're doing food stuff for everybody, you're more like low carb, right? And keto, or does it differ? I don't even call it keto. I don't put a title on any diet. It's just when we put titles on it, it just makes it, it's just, it's a stigmatism with a title. People are like, oh, it's not sustainable, this, that, the other. Like, no, just eat real food, meat. That's where your fats, your calories, your proteins, vitamins, and minerals are going to come from. The protein, your body, that is the biggest thing people need is proteins. While all you women rip your hair out, put it on the freaking shower wall and leave it there. Quick tip for the men out there, put your finger in the middle of it, do circles, and you collect all of it very quickly. <laughs> so I don't even put a title on it. But when I first started and when I finally realized the key to this is I did do keto. Uh, it was probably seven years ago now. I did it full board, did 75% fat, did the 25% protein and only 20 grams of carbs, not net. So many people are like, oh, I'm doing keto. And I'm like, you're like 150 grams of carbs. That's not keto. Your blood sugars, like a bag of green beans kicked me out of ketosis. So I was like, this is the, I was like, this is the name of the game. It's controlling the blood sugars. It's getting in the right amount of calories. And then I start having my clients do it. I went from summer bulk to, I mean, I went from winter bulk to summer cut in four weeks. My before and after photos were ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. And once I figured out everything, I'm like, all right, let's have these clients start doing it. Clients started doing it. And then I'm having kickback. I'm having this, I'm having that. And more and more time goes by. I'm like, how can I make this so freaking simple to where it's not keto? It's not Atkins. It's not paleo. It's not good God, vegan. Um, it is just eating real food, hitting your calories and getting the nutrients in. And that's, that's as simple as you can make it. And when you keep it simple, I don't even track macros. I honestly am like, yeah, throw the apps out the window. If you just get your calorie goal and divide it by three, mine's 2,400. I do 800 calories per meal. So I don't even, all I need to worry about is each meal is 800 calories. Going out to eat, going out to breakfast, going to dinner, going to brunch with friends. Everyone always freaks out going out to eat. If you look at the menu and get a meat and a veggie and it's around the calorie goal for your meal, boom, you don't have to stress about it. You don't have to talk. And people are like, what are you doing? I'm eating healthy the way that us Americans should instead of the American diet that is causing the number one cause of death in the United States. And that's heart disease. Yeah, we get that a lot, actually. <laughs> everyone, uh, everyone loves to tell. I mean, we, I always think of like carnivore as just like eating meat heavy, which is probably what we are biologically designed to do. Um, it's not sustainable. How in the world did cavemen, how in the world after thousands of years being on this earth, did we make it without Pop-Tarts, cake, soda, <laughs> candy? We, we always joke like you never see a caveman drawing of them like cutting up a salad. You know what I mean? Like it's always like hunting, but that's the number one thing that we always get is you're going to get that high cholesterol. You're going to get the heart disease. And it's like, it, it really, I don't think people understand that it's not the meat. Okay. Yes. Take a fatty ribeye, 
throw a bunch of mashed potatoes and your, your butter and your bread and all that carbohydrate with it, that's going to give you the heart disease when you're just inflammation. Like, yeah. It's all this white bleached fried thing that you're eating with, with the steak, but don't blame the steak for what the bread did, you know? So yes, I, we always tell people if you eat the steak with all the fried, gross, terrible, horrible standard American diet food, you will absolutely get heart disease from that. But if you take the steak out of that and push everything else to the side, you're not, the steak's not the thing giving you the heart disease. And people don't understand that nowadays because we've been brainwashed to think that it's the steak. Yeah, that's Courtney. That's what I tell everyone. I'm like, follow the money trail. Like who is funding the, wherever you're getting your dietitian classes from, you know, like who it's all shit food companies and people, they don't believe it. They either say it and they don't care. My argument to everybody, I hate getting political like this, but, and everyone's gonna lose their mind. Everyone's like, oh my God, the government wants us to be healthy. We don't want to die from this, um, this cold that's going around. So let's get the injection. It's going to save us. So the injection's free. We want to save people's lives. Okay. The number one cause of death in the United States is heart disease. Why is it that we still have the garbage on the shelves? Because if you were only to eat meat, veggie, nuts, seeds, fruit, real freaking food, eggs, go for it. All the dairy, if you want to, go for it. I just don't do milk because milk isn't even milk anymore. I don't even want to get involved and talk about the congestion after drinking milk and mucus. But if that was the only thing we could eat, heart disease would not be the number one cause of death in the United States. And if you watch the documentary, The Magic Pill, the number one thing I pick up from it, great documentary, the number one thing that hit me the most, not only curing breast cancer, uh, not only seizures, not only getting off inhalers, was the when they went and talked to the island people, they asked them, what is everyone dying of? Heart disease, cholesterol, I mean, uh, cholesterol and stuff like that where the westernized food came over. What were they dying of 50 years ago before the westernized food? Malaria. Yeah. What changed? The food. That's yeah. enough proof in the pudding to prove everything. Right. Well, and then a lot of people will be like, um, what was the seventies when they started recommending a low fat diet? They like, well, who is the president? President Eisenhower. President Eisenhower the food they pyramid came out one doctor. Yeah. And doc, um, it was, uh, who was it? Um, I have I no idea. I can't remember his name. It'll come to me during the, the talk, but, uh, Eisenhower had a, a heart attack and he loved like fried foods. And so everyone was like, oh my God, it's, you know, it's like the greasy, buttery foods because that was what was fried back then. And so they blamed the butter. He's a pack a day smoker. It was the cigarettes. It wasn't, it wasn't the butter. You know what I mean? Like, and then um, one of the uh, kings of the older world, he got one of the crazy diseases that you can get if you don't have enough nutrients, but he also was an alcoholic and everyone's like, that's how you get this disease. And I was like, he was literally an alcoholic and didn't like drink himself to death. Like it's not the steak, man. Like it's like, it's, it's the alcohol and the cigarettes. It's 
more than just what you're eating. And unfortunately, a lot of the control, a lot of the studies, the human studies that they do right now, they don't have the controls. And, and human studies are actually super unethical. You cannot- I'm so glad you're hitting this. I was gonna bring yeah, it up, I'm gonna you, love it. You cannot, the only way to get a spot on accurate human study is if you take two people born at birth at the same time with the same genetic DNA and place them in a room and they have to do the same thing and be exposed to literally the same light, the same humidity, the same routine for their entire lives. That would be the only way we could accurately do a human study, but we're not doing that. So they'll ask you, what did you eat a week ago? Well, I can't tell you what I ate a week ago. I can tell you what I might've eaten, you know? So that's what our human studies are right now. And that's what all this data and information is coming from. But what else are they doing besides the diet? Are they drinking? Are they not getting enough sleep? Are they drinking water? Are they getting electrolytes? Are they taking drugs? Are they taking drugs? Are they smoking? Are they vaping? Um, what kind of work environment do they work in? Do they work in a high pollutant city? So I, I could go on about the, the controls and how our food information is handed to us, but I'm sure you have something to say about that too. <laughs> It's just hysterical. It's like, because people are like, oh, red meat causes heart disease. Where's with the study? You walked around to people who do, who, who have heart disease. Did you eat red meat? Check. You did too? Check. All right. So heart, heart disease is because of the red meat. What? No. That's like with the freaking ridiculous documentaries. I, the demonizing of me, I don't know what it is. I don't know who's lobbying for it, but the, Biggest one that drives me the most insane, Game Changers. They have all these different things. Like, every, like you watch the Joe Rogan podcast. I mean, you listen to it with the doctor on there. They destroy every single point that the Game Changers did. And then forks over knives when they're like, meat is causing diabetes. I'm like, does anyone understand what raises That's blood right. sugar? Yeah. yeah. Carbs and sugar, not eating protein. Of course, excess amount of calories, it can happen raising blood sugar. But not going 300, not making the pancreas exhausted, producing it to where you aren't producing insulin anymore. Now you got to be type two diabetic. It's just like, I don't know what it is. And people watch these documentaries, like I'm going vegan and I lost weight. Starving yourself works for a little bit. Let me know how you feel losing muscle mass. Your hair is going to be disgusting, brittle nails. Your The skin isn't going to be very elasticity because of the lack of protein. And ugh, it's it kills me with that stuff. The veganism, I think a lot of it is when people say I've cured A, B, C, D, or I've lost this, or I've you know done this or come off of whatever medication is. Well, what were you eating before? Because if, of course, if you were going from a standard American diet and you started only eating vegetables and fruit, of course, you're going to feel better. Like naturally, I think it's just like a progression of how long is that going to catch up to you, the lack of protein and fat. Um, but another thing about the, the, red meat consumption leads to heart disease. A lot of these studies don't, you know, look at outside contributes, uh, contributors. A lot of- Stress. Yeah, well, and a lot of red meaters, meat eaters, they do smoke and they do drink. Like think about your, your guy in the backyard grilling all the time. What is he doing when he's grilling the burgers for the family? He's smoking or he's drinking. And so of course, like your standard American meat eater, is probably, you know, consuming a lot of these things and eating, you know, his burger on a bun that has bleached white flour as well. So that I could, I could talk about this all day. I don't know. What about you, Courtney? 
Oh, I mean, I just, I agree with everything you said. And what back to the, the King, was it King Louis? Yes, it was yeah, King okay. Louis. Because everyone comments that on mine, like, oh, the King Louis guy. I'm like, oh God, you guys are like- What did he die from? He died from, it, it wasn't- Scurvy? Uh, no, it wasn't scurvy. It was, uh, it starts, I'm pretty sure it starts- Is it with gout? Gout, it was gout. He I'm the gout queen too. That's another nickname I get. These people are just so ignorant. It's frustrating. You can absolutely get gout from drinking too much, from lack of like. A lot of alcoholics have gout. Yeah, yeah, and so do diabetics. So, yeah. Okay. All right. End rant because I could talk about that all day. The the food science to me is probably the most like juicy part of being in nutrition and talking about it. When someone comes to you, Tyler, and says, okay, I need to lose weight. Can you help me with my meal plan? What are you recommending to them? And how many calories would you recommend? How much do you think most people are under eating? So on average, every person who comes to me is always under eating on average. So they're doing 1200 calories. They're always, every single time I give somebody their calories, they get hit over the head with what? There's no way in the world I'm going to lose weight eating. Nay, 1,800. It's astonishing to me that I'll have people be like, oh my God, I can't do 1,700 calories. I'm like, I can do 2,000 calories in one meal with just a ribeye steak. Easy. So on average, it's usually about 500 to 1,000 calories less than what they should be. And it's hit your calories, eat real food. Meat is where your calories are coming from. We're going to, when I do the veggies, it's because I'm going to get some vitamins and minerals from the veggies on it. Um, just a little change of substance or whatnot with it. Um, but it always just kills me when people are like, there's no way in the world I'm going to get results eating 2,600 cal calories. When I got women over 2,500, I mean, two, over 250 pounds, they're over 2,200 calories all day long. And they're like, Tyler, there's no way. I'm like, do it for one week. You have nothing to lose but weight. Because what you're doing right now, it's not working. Mm -hmm. And their first week, two weeks, they call me. They're like, this is ridiculous. How am I getting results eating more? I'm like, because you have to give your body nutrients. My biggest theory on it, this is my personal theory on it, because people are like, oh, science, babe. Blah, blah, blah. Like, science is real life. I, my clients are real. This isn't made up. This isn't pixie dust made up in the air. It's real clients getting results. My thing is, I, this is how I truly think the under-eating thing is. Starving yourself will work for a little bit. We take in calories and we burn calories. So I believe when we take in not enough calories, we're not using that nutrients anymore. We're actually using that as fuel and not using it as actual nutrients, repair muscle cells, and to have the body thrive. That's my theory on it with people under eating and why when they actually increase calories and they're not at a huge deficit, I hate that freaking word because there's no context behind it because everyone thinks 1200. You have a calorie goal for weight loss. So that's my theory on the under eating and why when you actually take in the right amount of calories and nutrients, it really matters what type of calories you're taking in. It's not calories in versus calories out. But when you're 20 years old, stay at home, live with mom, don't have stress in your life, don't have kids, you can cut soda and still eat cake, pastries and stuff and still get results. We're not dealing with diabetes anyway. So that's my theory on it with the under eating. And when people are under eating, I'm like, look, this is your calorie goal is what I would do. Hit your calories every day, whole food, meat, veggies, nuts, seeds, fruit, and be mindful of that fruit because that blood sugar will skyrocket. It's my favorite. Like fruit doesn't, doesn't raise blood sugars. It's fructose. You realize when people talk about fatty liver, the liver is the only thing that processes fructose. 
So fatty liver, you're eating tons of fruit, tons of corn syrup, fructose. It's in freaking everything in the American diet. So uh, when people come to me, they want to lose weight. That's what I tell them. It's exactly what I would do. I love it. I love this. So when, when someone on TikTok gives you shit because you don't, you don't promote a balanced diet, right? What is your response to that? Because that's how we feel as well. Um, balanced in the terms of what nutritionists and dietitians are taught in school as a balanced diet. The food pyramid. Yeah. When President Eisenhower died, when President, when that doctor came out the food pyramid, we all changed what we're eating. This is the proof that it's not the food pyramid is the right way. We started changing. Grain consumption went up 60%. Milk, dairy, poultry, meat came down 20%. We changed the way we ate. Why is heart disease still climbing and the number one cause of death in the United States? So when people are like, oh, this isn't about, like, when people are like, it's not a balanced diet or it's more of like, what do people say it's not realistic? It makes me laugh, but it's not balanced. I'm like, what are we missing? What, what are we missing? They're like, we need carbs. Our brain needs carbs. I'm like, okay, I'm getting carbs from the veggies. My blood sugars aren't going up. I'm getting vitamins in. But okay, you want to talk about carbs? All right, I'll get carbs and sugar from a soda. How is that going to benefit my body? I'm going to still say it's balanced because now you're going to have all these people say eat in moderation, which means nothing. It's an opinion. You put a piece of cake, you put cake in front of me and someone else, me, all three of us, if we were told to eat a piece of cake, eat, cake in moderation i'd be like i want two that's moderation i could have had five <laughs> so when people talk about balance and stuff like that it's like what are we missing what am i missing out on not having cake soda pastries bread I i'm not missing out on nutrients i'm not missing out on calories i'm not missing out on the protein so that's my thing like i never like i love arguing but after 2016 there's no point someone will argue with you that this cup isn't red um so well, like, I, sorry go ahead. go ahead no no you're good go for it. i was just gonna add to that like their argument is okay so maybe you're because you're saying oh i'm getting carbs from like the veggies and stuff what i hear is an argument is like it's the mental thing and it's your relationship with food so not having all the foods be available then you're, you're promoting eating disorder. Or like, if I don't want to give my kids cake, which they obviously still have, but that I, or me eating carnivore is going to give my kids an eating disorder because I'm leaving out food groups. Mind you, I'm eating the most nutritious jam-packed food you could have. So I think that's kind of their thing too, besides the fact that you, they think we need carbs and the fact yeah. that what it's doing mentally, I guess. It's my favorite. People are like, I have to have them. Like it's causing disorders. You're literally telling me that then you're going to tell a drug addict that it's impossible and unsustainable for them to stop doing drugs because they're addicted to drugs. That that's my argument. And everyone's like, wow, this is really extreme. No, that's really <laughs> how it is. It's like, why am I, this is the thing that's mind blowing. I love saying this and all these parents are crucifying me when I say this. Why are you feeding your kids what you're not going to eat to get healthy and to lose body fat? <laughs> Mine's blown. My, mines are blown. Everyone's like, oh my gosh. I, and then they're like, well, they're kids. It's fine. I'm like, right now, 
right now it's fine. Are we, are we really causing eating disorders, having our kids eat healthy meat, veggies, and real food instead of giving them soda, cake, pastries, fruit snacks, fruit roll-ups, and all of this when they continue doing that? That's why you go grocery shopping and you see the 12-year-old kid that's over 200 pounds. You look at the grocery shop and cart with a freaking diet soda, Pop-Tarts, cake, candy, um, all the frozen dinners, popsicles. There is no fresh veggies no fresh meat. And you want to tell me eating healthy is expensive? Come on. That's what kills me. So the dis eating disorder thing, I'm like, you're causing the disorder of them being overweight and unhealthy and feeding them the carbs and sugars that they're going to continue craving for the rest of their life. I'm just so lucky that my mom had digestive diabetes with me when she was pregnant. I hate candy. I don't like sweets. Give me freaking meat and veggies all day. I love the veggies. So it's just, uh, that's my that's how I'll talk on that every single time someone wants to say it like that. Yeah. Well, they're also feeding their kids that out of convenience. I have a two and a four-year-old. I know how easy my morning would be if I gave them cakes and donuts and whatever. They would fucking eat that. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I need to battle them. Like, okay, we're having eggs. We're having, you know, like it's, they're learning to love it. I mean, they're, they're kids. Like, of course, it's going to be easy to feed them mac and cheese and chicken nuggets every day. Their, their body is then going to crave that. But if you try and like break free for a little bit and give them all the nutritious stuff then their bodies will start to learn to love it. Like mine does at least. So that's my thought on that. Absolutely. That's, that's, a, I want to throw this out there to all these moms and dads that are like, you don't have kids. You don't understand what it's like. They throw a fit. I get it. This is a crazy psych psyche on this one have your kids involved with what you're cooking. Have them go to the grocery store with you and be like, hey, which seasonings should we get? Have three of them in your hand. Make them all the same because you know it's going to taste good. The kid doesn't freaking know. Have the kid put the vet, put the seasoning on the meat. Because I know as me as a kid, when I was involved, I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm going to eat this. It's great. It changes everything. I remember my friend's mom tricked me into eating cauliflower. I never had it before. And I was like, ew, it's white. I don't want it. And then she's like, oh, this is new. It's white broccoli. I'm like, oh my God, this is so freaking good. I love broccoli. It was cauliflower. <laughs> so having the kids involved with what you're doing, that's going to take away from them. Like, ew, I hate it. Like it, you're going to find different ways of what they actually like. I get that. I was a picky kid too. And Trust me, I, I understand the convenience. Trust me, that's why I created a meal replacement. But with the kids and stuff, it's going to suck. They're not going to starve themselves. When you have them involved, instead of, it, it just kills me too when people are like, oh my gosh, we have to eat this because we don't want to gain weight. Don't ever forget to tell your kid that. That's the most, wow, that's an eating disorder. But no, like to your point, I get it. You guys are moms. I, I understand that part. But um. It's just, you got to start finding different ways and eventually the kids are going to start eating and enjoying it. And you're going to see things change with the kids. Oh, and their behavior. I see a big difference um, in behavior when sweets and stuff are, are limited and it's heavy on meat and veggies for them. That's my favorite thing too. I'm like, you're the parents. Like, what do I do with my kids? I'm like, what do you mean? You're the parent. Well, what if they go to school? And this is another thing. Like I can go all over the place with this. It's like, you're right. Your kid's going to make their own choices. They're their own human. But at home, in your bubble, you have the control. Mm -hmm. You can't control what they're going to do at school. You know they're going to trade their food. It's fine. You have nothing to do. It's just like, as parents, you can only give your kid the best life advice you can give them. You can never make them do anything. When a kid ends up being a drug addict, 
I, 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 you can't be upset. You did everything you could as a mom. You, you can't, like, you did everything you could. You can't save them. They're going to still make those decisions. It's like sneaking out of the house. I'm still going to sneak out of the house. You can't stop me from doing it. You could tell me a million times, but until we as people realize it for ourselves, we're never going to make changes. One of the best quotes someone told me when I had kids was, you cannot blame yourself when your child makes a bad decision because if their bad decisions are your fault, then that means every good thing that they'll ever do is the credit of you. And that means that you're not giving them any type of credit and credibility for their actions. And someone told me that when I was pregnant with Liam, who's my, my six-year-old, and I still remember it to this day. And I'm just like, we're all going to fuck up. Like my kids are going to fuck up. And sometimes it's okay to be like, that wasn't my fault. You know what I mean? It's life. It is life. And with that, the choices and the food choices, I was keto pretty much right after having my first baby because I gained so much weight. I can attest that if you give your kids the most nutritious foods from the very moment that they are able to eat, they will love it for forever. My kids, you ask if you were to, if my two-year-old could express what his favorite food would be, it would be, it would be Brussels sprouts and steak. I'm not kidding. He literally, he sees me eating a steak and he goes, steak, steak. He <laughs> won't on it. And so it's just because as soon as he could eat, I was giving him a green bean to chew on instead of those little like curlers that they give the kids, like the rice curls. And so I just like, I, I don't know, there might be people seeking parenting advice and not, but I think it's really important because from the very moment that they are born, we are being shoved with junk, like junk food, like even formula. And I formula fed my kids is crap. Yeah. And so it all, it literally starts from the moment they're born. But if you can stop that and just give them like the best foods, they'll totally be amazing eaters. My kids, 90% of what they eat is just meat and veggies. And it's because that's what I gave them when they could start eating. And yeah, they do have mac and cheese. They do have every once in a while, but nine times out of 10, they will totally eat the steak and chicken over the pizza, you know, because holy shit, it's super good. You know what I mean? I hate pizza. I hated pizza as a kid. I would my favorite food in the entire world. My favorite uh, food. As I got the- older, I realized it's red sauce. Oh, yeah, the acidity of it. It's just, no, I love, I'll eat, I love my, one of my favorite meals for all the Italian lovers out there. My God, I can never stop, I can never eat, not eat pasta. I'll do ground beef marinara sauce. That's I love it. Yeah. Not too much yeah. sauce, though. <laughs> Courtney, not too much sauce, though. What's like the one food you miss? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I mean, I guess I would say like a bagel with cream cheese, but I feel like I can get that same like flavor profile. You just slather cream cheese on something else and that kind of satisfies. So, I mean, so far I'm good. Like I'm good with not really missing the the cravings go away. They really do. And that's, I know Tyler, you get asked that all the time. How do I cook, um, curb sugar cravings? Like I've hopped onto your lives like the past week to just kind of like see what people are asking. Nothing's changed by the way, (laughs) nothing's changed. And like, it, it is every other question. How do I curb sugar cravings? And this is like, we, we do Q and A's all the time. And that's people, how do I curb sugar cravings? It's like, just don't eat it. 
literally stop eating it. You're going to feel like shit for three or four days. And then you're going to feel amazing. And you won't think about having a chocolate after dinner. And that's the thing. So that's why I pinpoint so much on taking in the right amount of calories. When you take in the right amount of calories, that's where the cravings will go as long as you're not taking in the garbage. And when everyone has a nighttime cravings, it's because of the under eating. We don't eat breakfast. We eat something quick and easy for lunch. And then dinner, we have a good freaking four, six, 800 calorie meal. Now the metabolism is like, all right, cool. That's when the cravings hit. That's when the late night cravings, that's when you're starving and you have all the garbage in the house and you start binge eating and stuff. That's what people talk about binging. And I'm like, that is a tall tale sign. You are under eating. Yeah, I know when I, I just did a video on this because I kept getting asked and I said, if you want to curb sugar cravings, you need to be taking in enough fat and protein, especially when I really honed in on making sure I was eating enough fat. I remember eating so much during the day that the thought of eating a piece of chocolate, like I was like gagging because I was like, I, I cannot eat anything else even if it's like my favorite food in the entire world, because your body is so nourished. It's like, literally like, please do not put anything else in my stomach, you know? And then fat will suppress the sweet cravings. So like people talk about CLA all the time. So it'll make a six. And when you take CLA, it suppresses these sugar cravings. Don't go buy CLA people, but it's the fat. So when you take in fats from your meats, avocados, salad dressings, eggs, butter, this or that, you won't have the sugar cravings. Don't go buy CLA. I'm not kidding, guys. Stop buying things. It doesn't make you lose body fat. It's also <laughs> probably not good if you buy it, like as a supplement. It's better to get it from the food. And it's an omega-6. Yeah, omega-6 fatty acid. We have a ton of omega-6s in the American diet. You want the omega-3s and stuff like that. Yeah, oh everyone's afraid of fat. I mean, I just recently up my fat this past like week. I've been more of, I guess, like I wouldn't call it low protein, but moderate protein. So it's 80 20, so 80% fat and 20% protein. So I'm around like 90 grams and 180 grams of fat. And just having that extra fat, I have had so much energy and I, it's so satiating. Like the way I've been eating, it has been satiating. But I mean, it's like some half the day, like, I'm like, what, I don't even really want to eat. And I should be eating a little bit more. So people, yeah, definitely need to be adding more fat in your diet. It, you know, keep those cravings for anything really at bay. And that's the thing with fats is people are like, oh, you don't have any energy now because of the carbs. Fat is more energy dense. It's nine calories per gram. Carbs are four. So we're double an energy source already with one gram your body uses fats more beneficial. Like you have more energy from fats than you will with the carbs and the carbs, you're going to have that blood sugar spike. It's going to plummet. That's why everybody crashes out with the sugar crashes and taking in a high carb meal. That's why everybody wants to go to sleep all the time after Thanksgiving. Oh, it's the Turkey. No, it's because you freaking had a thousand calories of mashed potatoes and stuffing. And then you topped it on with freaking pumpkin pie. Yeah, but it's the Turkey's fault. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is like another thing you get a lot of is you tell people that you recommend like ground beef over ground turkey and ground chicken. Now to someone like Courtney and us, Courtney and I, I like 100% get that because a lot of people will eat so much ground beef. They have not gotten enough calories in and they're like, I, I can't eat anymore, but they still didn't get enough. They ate a lot of volume, but they didn't get enough calories. 
And so I get that when you say eat the ground beef, the 80, 20 ground beef, because you're going to get a decent portion. And on top of that, you're going to get in all the calories. People shit on you. Like it for it. <laughs> If you, crucified. That, is, that is like the the number one or number two thing that i see people just destroy you on like how dare he not recommend this this is so you know it's less less artery clogging less bad for the environment yada 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 oh god so, the environment oh as they as they oh god as they get in a plane or they drive a car it's the environment well, or they're typing it on their smartphone. I mean, that the production of be way worse than while they're eating part. while they're eating avocados flown from across the world in the middle of winter because that doesn't or have any repercussion. Destroying soils from consistent crops over the same field, taking out nutrients. You got your combine. You don't have thousands of people picking your Brussels sprouts. Come on, all the vegans out there, you're using gas and energy to destroy the oh, uh, yeah yeah it's all over the place but <laughs> it's it is hysterical what people are so concerned with what other people do in their life that affects their life like yeah like i talk about that yeah, all i said was is why i don't eat ground turkey when losing body fat i don't want to eat two pounds of ground turkey to hit a thousand calories when i could literally just do like five, half um five ounces i mean not five ounces eight ounces of ground beef 80 percent I'm there. This is the best meal in the world. Everyone listening, I'm not kidding. The three ingredients, ground beef, peas, and cheese. Y'all will thank me later. (laughs) So damn Well, that's like half of a shepherd's pie. So that's pretty delicious. That's what everybody says. I think I've never had that in my entire life. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. So good. You East Coast person. We eat that all the time over here. Nope. I'm in Arizona. Okay. Yeah. You're not from there. But you nope. are, you're from, you're from the West coast and you have it, but you're a chef. You but I was chef. East coast boats. We always had fucking casseroles oh, when we were doing God. boat delivery. So yeah, that's like, everyone has shepherd's pie here. It's like a tradition, but that to clarify is why you recommend the fattier meats, right? You to get that nutrient density and have to eat less. Instead of starving or instead of eating so much freaking, like I, if, if, if I didn't have to eat, I wouldn't, but I need the nutrients. So like, if I could eat less, but get more nutrients and more calories to feed the body the nutrients it needs, and yeah, I ain't gonna freaking. And I, let's talk about pricing. Everyone would say eating healthy is expensive. All right, compare freaking ground turkey to ground beef. I don't, uh, it's cheaper. So much healthy. Blah 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 blah. But yeah, that's exactly why. But yeah, if you want to do ground turkey, absolutely. You don't like red meat? Go for it. But you're gonna be eating a lot of it, just like ground. It's just like chicken breast over chicken thighs. You got 46 calories in a chicken breast. You got 58 calories in a chicken thigh. You don't have to eat as much in volume. It's disgusting. I know this, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now, 81 uh, calories in a ribeye. So easy. 10 ounce ribeye, 800 calories. So if anyone needs a quick, easy 800 calorie meal, there you go. And it's delicious. Easily, easily eat a ribeye. Now. I think volume eating is like really trendy right now. Like, oh, I want to eat low calorie food so that I can eat more food. And I think that that's probably why people are so triggered by that because I think our, and this goes back to the top, like what we were talking about earlier. I think labeling food as not good and bad, which that pisses me off. There are bad foods. There are literally bad foods for you. There is no, I, I think but you can eat it in moderation yeah if it's not bad why do i have to eat it in moderation 
So I could do cocaine in moderation and not die. Thank you. That's what I say. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do heroin. Well, start doing meth in moderation. Yeah. Yes. In moderation, we're fine. As long as they're not fentanyl, we're good. Yeah, YouTube, so don't annoying. take this down. Right. And all the, all the people who like yell at us because like plants are so good for you and you should eat all the plants. Meth in, you know, meth is made out of plants. So cocaine like, okay, from a plant. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Is, so is tobacco. So let's like go there. Um, but I think it is really a trend of like, it's manipulating our minds into thinking, oh, well, it's okay because everything in balance, it makes us feel better about eating garbage foods when we say like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm eating it in moderation or a balanced diet. And so now we also have this, well, low calorie food so we can eat in volume, these really, really, really gigantic meals that are low calories because we want to eat in volume. And that's just like, not what we do. Like you don't do that. Courtney and I don't do that. We're eating super like dense foods, but so that's, I think it's like funny that you get hate on that because I think that that's where it's coming from. It's a psychological manipulation that people have done to make themselves feel better about eating shitty foods. Um, and then when you come along and say, no, eat the fatty, healthy, calorie dense foods, you need the calories. People are just pissed off about that because it makes them feel bad too. People get offended with anything in life. They see somebody who I'll say like it is like fit. They know what they're talking about. They help people lose weight. They say, I don't eat this. That person who eats it automatically feels offended and wants to throw a fit and be heard. They're defensive. Yeah. And I kind of made a post on this today, Devin. I don't know if you saw it um, about like the intuitive eating and the good and the bad. And <laughs> you didn't see. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I was just kind of jumping on to um, what you were saying and the morality of food and just everyone needing to feel like comforted with their own sugar craving. And so you have to be allowed to eat all these foods because it's okay in moderation and blah, 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 blah. But I mean, I think it also comes down to now we are eating food for fuel instead of like, I used to be eating it for entertainment, eating it for like an emotional hug or whatever. And I don't know, or I don't know. The intuitive eating thing drives me so, oh my God, intuitive eating drives me insane. So intuitively you're eating people all the time. They're like, well, I'm not hungry. So I feel good. I'm satisfied eating this. Okay, cool. You're doing 1200 calories. Why are you not losing weight? You're in a calorie deficit. You're eating whatever you want in moderation. Why are you not getting results? And every other trainer, doctor, nutritionist, like, oh, they're lying or they are not tracking correctly. Okay. So then they go from 1200. I put them at 2200. They're getting results. So they miraculously learn how to start tracking, eating more. I'm confused. <laughs> They're just so deprived, like nutrient deprived. Yeah, I did see that there, cause I, I'm starting to get on TikTok. I, I think it's a really toxic place. So I try not to get into Don't it. Don't look at comments. Yeah. Don't look at anything. Post content, not give a shit about what anyone thinks about you. Life lesson, everybody. Life <laughs> is so much better. There's a trainer on there, like people will literally, you know, like, Hey, I've only been eating a thousand calories and I like, cannot lose weight. You're lying. And I'm like, no, they're fucking starving. They're literally killing themselves because you're telling them that they're not eating enough. So then they're going to start eating 800 calories and then they're going to get worse. And I'm like, I truly believe someone who says I'm only eating a thousand calories. I fucking believe it. Why would somebody, people desperately who truly look in the mirror and hate the way they look at themselves, people who are 
freaking out to get on a plane they don't want to sit and take two seats they're grabbing their kids putting in front of them in photos they desperately want to lose weight crying themselves to sleep i have so many people who call in with one-on-one calls that i do for free in tears just talking about getting healthy don't tell me that person who's crying themselves to sleep is lying about eating 1200 calories a day it kills me yeah take a step back and look at yourself as the trainer and be like maybe i'm wrong it's okay to admit when you're wrong I have people all the time. I'll put them on 1600 and they're like, Tyler, I'm not getting results. It's been three weeks. I'm, I'm kind of hungry. I'm like, all right, cool. I let's go up even more. 1600 wasn't right. I was wrong on that. Let's go even higher instead of going lower. So, and that happens and then they get results. It's just, people are so afraid to say they're wrong. It's okay. You don't know everything. I only talk about what I know and what I've done and what my clients have done. I don't talk about garbage. Like if somebody asks me a question, I don't know. I'm like, I, I have no idea what the hell that is. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's, that's the one that always gets me. It's like, people are not lying. People truly want to lose weight. They're not spending thousands of dollars on network marketing, garbage products to not lose weight. They don't like spending money. It's not that. So it's just, and then people last resort, they go under the knife. They think 30, 20, $50,000 weight loss surgery is going to be the answer. And they don't fix the problem. They make it so you can't eat. They don't fix the problem of how we gained weight and how to get the weight off just it kills me with that topic for sure now you do free one-on-one calls like everything you do is pretty much free minus like the nutrition your your supplements so why do you do everything for free because nothing we we have a free group chat for support and we were just like we're never gonna monetize this like not everything needs to be freaking monetized like let's just have a chat where people can pop in ask questions for support and be there for people, you know, since we're promoting a healthier lifestyle, we may as well support. So you kind of do the same thing. People can call into your TikTok, ask you a question. Why do you do it for free? And what do you do for, what do you have to offer for free that people can check out on your site? So the reason I'm going to, the reason why I do this for free, it's going to sound so unmotivation, unmotivational at all. Because I know 99% of these people are never going to do it. And I can't put my head on my pillow at night, charging somebody knowing that they're giving me money that they are never going to do. I don't have to stress about people getting results. This was the same thing when I had my gym. It's not about money. It's not about time. It's not about spouses, kids, mileage, this, that, or the other. When I first opened my gym, I did $100 for the entire month. That's it. Personal training, 100 bucks a month. I had 55 people sign up the first day. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, this is, this is amazing. I'm like, I'm, I'm 21. I'm like, I just made $5,500 in a day. This is amazing. So three people came and worked out. 55 people paid, signed everything. Three people came and worked out. One actually continued. That's when I realized it is not about money. It's not about this, that, or the other. And the reason I do it for free is I don't have to stress out of any, about anybody. I know a lot of people aren't going to do this. It's the America we live in. People want everything hand-fed to us. They want to make it super easy. They want to be told you can eat cake. When you give someone an inch, they're going to take a mile. And I, I, the gratification that I get, sure, I can make millions doing this not for free. But like I've said, when someone tells me that they reverse type 2 diabetes, that they're down 100 pounds, 
and they are in tears and their life is changing. They're in a new swimsuit. They're not hiding in a crowd anymore. They're in the crowd being front and center, talking to everybody because that self-confidence is everything. Is that That is the life-changing part about this that I freaking love. And seeing someone 360 completely turn into a whole nother person. There's no better feeling than that. And everyone tells me all the time. Like I had a lawyer that was on the phone the other night, actually. She's like, you're crazy that you do this for free. You could be making so much money. And I'm like, you're right, I could. But at the end of the day, I get more gratification knowing that I was a part of somebody's life-changing experience. And I know I could help more people around the world doing it for free than making money off of it. We can always make more money, but you can't be happy. And that's what makes me happy. That's what drives me to do this every single day with all the hate that I get. With the amount of you're a clown, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not a doctor, you're not a nutritionist. You are ugly. Your haircut looks like a five-year-old. That's my favorite one. And I'm like, if you saw my girlfriend, you'd be like, Oh, some, it maybe is working out for you. Oh. Um, then the one person tells me that they dropped 20 pounds their first four weeks. There's no better feeling than that. You know, what, I, I want to double down on that because it sounds like we get the, the same um, hate comments on TikTok. And this may sound kind of like corny and like, not like conceited, but when I get those nice messages, I screenshot them and I text them to myself. So when I'm fighting back tears, reading TikTok comments, I can read messages that people have sent that said, watching your content has inspired me. I fucking did carnivore for one day. Someone just sent this the other day and I got out of bed this morning and nothing hurt. So, you know, just seeing all those success stories, like that's what it's all about. And that's why I keep going despite all the hate, because that's what it is. It's about like changing people's lives and I feel good. So I want to shout it for the roof from the rooftops and have other people feel good too. So yeah, and, I hear that. I get and, that. And all your followers, like don't ever be afraid to tell Courtney to tell Devin about you getting results. It never gets old. So on my podcast, I have a lot of success stories of call-ins on there, people after they called in on a one-on-one. This is the most impactful one that hit me the hardest. On the call, it didn't hit me, but when I say it out loud, when I said it out loud on a live, I literally was like, holy shit, don't start crying. Don't, don't cry. A guy was on his deathbed watching TikTok. All the doctor told him he wasn't going to make it. He found me on TikTok, on, the de- on his deathbed. <laughs> He told himself after watching me, he's like, if I get out, I'm doing this. That was the end of Jan. That was, that was in January. He's down 95 pounds. He got his career job that he's been wanting his dream job as being a correctional officer. And that story, I, that is the one when I'm like, I don't feel like going live and or get hate or I'm shadow banned or something. And I'm like, that call is the reason why I do this. That call, I can, I, every day, I'm like, if I can have one more person be like that, there's no better feeling than that. And then I put myself in that position. I really think about it. I'm like, I don't know if I could have done that. Then on my deathbed, I just gave up. These health professionals are telling you you're not going to make it. I'm just like, and then I'm sitting here watching TikTok and I'm like, if I get out, I'm going to do this. Talking about it's easy. He actually did it. That's why I tell people, they're like, thank you so much, Tyler. Everything you saved me. I'm like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. You did everything. 
you're the one who started. You're the one who made the changes. You're the one who goes to birthday parties and stuff like that and doesn't eat the garbage, the work parties, the donuts, the pizzas coming. You're the one making those changes. And I'm like, even if I lived with you for the last eight months, I'm going to sleep. You can get in your car and go to Sonic and get can you can go get ice cream. You're the one doing this on your own. Don't thank me. Thank yourself. You finally found your why and you're doing what you need to do. So for everyone watching, listening, tell Devin, tell Courtney, you got a new pant size. You dropped five pounds. That is results. That is you making the changes and it's going to make them drive more and more and more to put content out. There is so much noise out there, but it's what's going to drive us to keep doing this. So don't ever hesitate to reach out about your results. It never gets old. Yeah, so true. And thanks a lot for fucking making me cry over here. God, I'm all like, oh, that's, that's my awesome. goal. I always try to make one person cry every day. <laughs> I'm not a crier. So <laughs> no, I, that reminds me of Dr. Chafee. I listened to, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Dr. Anthony Chafee. He's a neurosurgeon and um, he's from America, but he lives in Australia and he works with like the worst of the worst brain, you know, brain conditions. And someone he like overheard one of his colleagues mentioned to another colleague well that guy has brain cancer he's not gonna make it a year it doesn't matter what the fuck the guy does it, and dr chafee looked at him and was like it, it absolutely matters like it absolutely matters what you do from this point on whether it doesn't matter where you're starting so dr chafee was like it if you know eating a carnivore diet can add five more years to what was one year that's five more years you have with your family, man. Like it absolutely matters what you do. And I think for everyone who's just a content creator in general, promoting healthy lifestyle in the right way, it just, it, it absolutely matters to get out there and say it because even if it's just like one person listening, it like absolutely could change the trajectory of someone's life. And that's why I hate the food shaming with all this, you know, the balanced diet and stuff. And, oh, you're promoting a fad diet. I, I just did a video on this too, where I said, I hate the term fad diet when people approach like low carb, keto, paleo, carnivore, and call it a fad diet because someone has the balls to do something different than what they've been taught their entire life to do because they're so done with feeling like crap. And so they say, you know what? I'm going to do keto because it might be the best, it, it might help me lose weight and feel better. And someone comes at them and says, well, don't you know that's unhealthy or yada, 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 spewing the, the bull crap. And it's, they've completely discouraged that person from maybe feeling and changing their life. And you've just knocked them off, off their, you know, their track and you're totally just ruined whatever progress they could have made. And it, that's shit. It sucks. That's really, really shitty. So I, I hate that about that. I hate that trend of demonizing people who are on fad diets. Um, that's something I feel incredibly passionate about. That's what I hate the most is at the end of the day with all these trainers, nutritionists, it, if anyone ever were to go live with me with, for all my haters out there, I will hundred percent do a real I will do a one-on-one. -on -one with, I will talk to you all day, go live together. And I will always ask them, why did you get into this? And if they hit me with the bullshit, oh, I want to help people get healthy. Okay. Okay. I got you. I love it. 
if you care about people getting healthy and losing weight and loving their body, why do you care that I have people doing that and getting amazing results with what I do, what I've got others doing? If you care so much about people actually genuinely getting healthy and getting results, then why are you so upset that I have people doing this? Because you don't do it. Don't be upset about what I do. My body, my choice. I'll throw that out there all day. That's the trending word this day. So don't be concerned with it. You should be so happy for them getting results. So you're mad at me. You want to bash me. Why is it? Because I do this for free. and You didn't make $200 this month off another client. That is what kills me with the word fat. They're like, oh, it's a fad diet. I'm like eating meat and veggies is fat is a fad. Eating real food is a fad. And the people are like, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable because you can't make the choice to not do it. Just like telling a drug addict, it's not sustainable to stop doing drugs, but it's a fad. No, what's not sustainable is starving yourself, doing a water fast for the rest of your life. You're going to die. That's not sustainability. So don't give me the, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable because you can't do it. You can't make the choice of going to the grocery store and not grabbing the candy that's on every freaking aisle. Don't say it's not sustainable because you can't do it. I got a plethora of people getting amazing results and dropping over hundred pounds in less than a year. It's sustainable. You have the choice. Don't blame other people why you can't do it. That's what kills me with that. Yeah. And good point of the money. I was ringing my bell for you. On oh, that. I saw I, you girl all day. <laughs> I think that's part of it because when I was getting bashed by that nutritionist, like in her comments, she would be to people like, oh yeah, um, you're right. Like that's what I work on with my one-on-one -on -one clients. It's like, you're just out here. You don't give a fuck. You're just trying to make money and you're so brainwashed by what you've been taught and you don't have an open mind to think, oh, maybe everything I've been told, maybe there's some parts that aren't true. Like you're the, the blinders, the blinders are on and it's scary. <laughs> the end of the day, they're just pissed that they're, that they're not making as much money as they want to make. They're going to poach people off of your free content. And that's what it is. And that's what COVID that's what the, I can't say it out loud, but that's what the vid did to social <laughs> media and TikTok. TikTok created the storm of online trainers and nutritionists. All these people were working at box gyms. They were working at big, they were working at all the studios, theories, the, the purple camp. I'm saying all the names, but all backwards. I'm not going to do all this free marketing for them. Um, they're like, what do I do? So they got on TikTok and TikTok is the best freaking algorithm and pushes content the best way possible to the right people. All of a sudden people came for online trainers. People are making money. Yeah, I get it. It's about the money. Don't tell me you actually care about people getting results. Well, and then I always like to say too, like maybe these people are trying it because they feel like shit and we're all just like on a journey to find our optimal health. And what if that way of eating would have made them feel sensational and you just completely ruined that for them. So it's really discouraging. I mean, I, I know Courtney, you get accused of it like hourly. I've been told I have an eating disorder and that I, you know, it's just another fad diet and that it's unsustainable. And I'm like, no, what's unsustainable is eating food that is not real food. It's sustainable to you until you're no longer sustained and you're no longer sustained because you're, you know, getting these horrible metabolic diseases or thyroid disease or you're overweight. And I just, I, that it just drives me nuts. It just makes me crazy. I hate being told I have an eating disorder. And my favorite thing is too, when people say it's not sustainable and they're like, well, the guy who carbs aren't bad. The guy who did the McDonald's diet lost all this weight. 
do you know what's going on with his body now go and look that one up i never looked that up it's hitting him it's hitting him the guy who lost all his weight to a mcdonald's oh yeah those health repercussions are coming back yeah because the quality of the food it matters it absolutely matters it's what's in it it's it's 100 it's what's in the food and i talk about all the time with the westernized food it's like why is it that italians for everyone out there it's like well italians aren't overweight italy's flour is not like america's flour because again it's about money how cheap can we make this to make a profit there's a reason behind that one. That's interesting about that because I have heard of people say like they can go over to Europe and they can eat wheat, whereas like over here, like they have like celiac, or maybe not even celiac, but they have like those intolerances and it doesn't bug them over there. We're just getting our food pumped full of shit over here. Absolutely. It's all the lobbying. It's all about money. Kellogg's, Kraft, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, this, that, the other. It's like, they're, it's all lobbying. They don't care about people getting healthy. If everyone was healthy, Insurance would be low. Doctor visits would be low. Not every doctor would be making millions while they work three days a week after that $152, $300 copay as they pump you with more statins, insulin. Every single person, this is another thing that kills me. Every single person that calls me, not every single person, but a lot of people who call me, okay, I went to my doctor and I told them I wanted to lose weight. They put me on this, 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 and this. Cool. What did they do to help you lose weight? Well, they just said eat 1200 calories and do this and eat, I mean, and take this, 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 and this. And I'm like, cool. So we didn't fix the problem. We just filled you up with some drugs, hoping it works. But hey, thanks for the copay. I'll see you next month for that checkup. New copay every month, all day. It's like uh, a family member refuses to listen to me, even though I collectively almost lost a hundred pounds in my life in the last six years, collectively after having two kids. I know nothing. I'm just an, it's a, Courtney, what do we call it? An anecdotal story. It's just anecdotal evidence. Um, that has to mean something, you know, that has to come into play too. Tyler, I remember being on your live and someone came in and was like, keto is really bad for you. Bad sleep, bad this. And I was like, really? Cause I'm sleeping like a fucking baby. And you, she was like, well, that's your experience. And you literally were like, yeah, like that's the whole point. And it's just, <laughs> anecdotal evidence doesn't count as anything anymore no one cares but someone you know I was like you know you are sick you have some sort of metabolic disease that's very common I don't want to say it because they might watch this one day well my doctor told me I had to eat this many carbs and I had to eat five meals three meals a day and then two snacks a day too and I'm like of course they did because you've been coming in for five years and you keep getting your insulin boosted like it's working for them in their diabetics cost six thousand dollars a year alone just be a diabetic just on insulin yeah and that's not all the other medications that they will be on as well because it's it's just once you get to that point of insulin there is metformin there's there's one with an lip lipro is that one i don't know what that is there's a whole whole slew but if anyone ever believes that this is not about money it is nine thousand percent and that's it i mean courtney that's your that's all she says to the haters nine times out of ten follow the money and they don't like that though they don't like that that's not they won't they won't dig any deeper because they need their like confirmation bias going on for them so they they're entitled to people's titles they're like you're not a doctor i'm like you're right i'm i'm not 
And it's kind of funny how you're going with that. Like, I'm I'm scared. I'm not going to lie. I almost am terrified of getting completely canceled off everything. Andrew Tate, he said it like it is, and he got canceled off everything. He's getting people off medications, getting off people depressions and stuff. Like, I don't want to bring him into this, but like, it's just like, I'm terrified to be like the whistleblower. Like, yo, everyone's getting healthy. Everyone's getting results. Like, if it gets out that everyone, this is what we need to do, and it starts changing, and pharmaceutical mu- companies are losing billions, someone's like, gonna get uh, whacked. I'm yeah, terrified, yeah. but it is what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, we have an interview um, with someone. I did one. We have an interview coming up with Doctor. His name is Doctor Bart K. He is from Queensland. Queensland. Do you remember? I think he's in the Queens. He's in Queensland. Is it Queensland? Queensland. I don't know. Um, My geography is terrible. I thought yeah, Kansas was in Illinois. Or Greenland, Australia. It's like one of those um, countries. He was a professor. He has a very brilliant. He has a, he's a doctorate. And he just said now, and he asked me, he said, like, what is it with you Americans and like glorifying titles? Because like in Australia and stuff, we don't like look at someone and go, oh my God, they're a doctor. You have to believe that. He's like, that's an American thing. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, we don't do that here. We don't give a shit if you're a doctor. Like we- He's like, damn, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to America. Women are gonna come all over the place when they find out I'm a doctor. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, and like a triple doctorate too. And he's like, yeah, we don't do that here. Like no one cares. So it's, yeah, like you throw doctor around your name in America and it's like, oh my God, they're a doctor. Like you gotta listen to them. And it doesn't, it's just, yeah, I guess we have like this seniority complex with doctors and there's like an entitlement and like a prestige to that and apparently Politics. yeah it's not like that it's not it's not like that in other countries and maybe that's why they're not so fat either yeah well i see oh, that comment a lot that whole what is it called the argument of authoritative or I, I always say it wrong um but yeah i'm like okay do i need to have a meteorology agree to say that it's sunny outside like no so why does it matter if I'm a fucking doctor or not like that's just their way to like discredit and not want to hear anything you have to say it's really and at the end of the day you two and myself I know myself I don't tell anyone what to do I just talk about what I do what I've got others doing I don't need to be a doctor or a nutritionist to say this is exactly what I do and this is exactly what I got others doing I never told you what to do come at me he told me to eat this many carbs no I didn't I didn't tell you track your carbs. I always disclaim it like, look, this is like, you know, what I do. This is what I would do if I had your issue. You're coming to me asking for a problem. If I were you, this is what I would do. Um, but then I usually, I have, we, I have an acquaintance who is a nutritionist and she does do some online coaching. I'm like, Hey, if I were going to hire a nutritionist, this is who I would hire. They legit know what they're talking about. They're not scammy about it, but yeah, I, I get that because yeah, I mean, you can't give anyone advice without someone or source. What's your source? I want oh your peer reviewed source. Too. Yeah, what's your what's your source that aspartame is bad for me? I didn't say bad for you. I said bad for me. It gives me a headache and it gives a lot of other people headaches with this diet soda. So you want a source? I'm right here. I'm living the source. You're no, that's not good enough. No. It's not like, good I want, enough. I want science backed. Okay, well, they've got freaking the studies with it with mice. Well, those are mice. All right. Well, I don't know what else you want me to tell you. You can't win. Nobody, no peer reviewed, like nothing's going to be good for them, good enough for them. And that's why you're so right. Just ignore. I'm getting a lot better about that because there's, 
it, there's a difference between someone like asking a genuine question and you answer them, but then there's the people where you know right off the bat, like they're already set in their ways, they already think they're right, and there's gonna be no point. So why even go back and forth? It's just gonna raise your freaking. <laughs> Absolutely, I I applaud you guys to go in the comments. I don't, I don't. So everyone like there's probably so many genuine questions and stuff in the comments. And then you got trainers answering the comments in my stuff. I'm like, I don't even care. Like, if you need the help, just freaking call me, like watch my content, go get the free step-by-step -step plan. Like I, I will say, sorry. Now I don't look at comments because the amount of hate in there, there's no point, no point yeah. at all. I don't care what people think of me, but you consistently hear the same damn thing over and over and over again. It just gets so old. It's just like, I'll keep the positivity. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. And I've even said that to people before, like, I'm sorry, the nice comments are getting overlooked because my mental health cannot handle it anymore. Cause I'm only four months in. So at first you read those comments and you want to see what's going on. But then after a while, like, well, especially when there's like thousands, you can't do it anyways because of time, but it's just like, it's just like you're laying down on the floor and they're just kicking you while you're down, like down there. It's, it's, I, I truly think it's definitely jealousy. You see someone get a viral post. It's just everything. You look at celebrities, no matter what, any celebrity, any company, there's going to be someone upset. They're probably more, that person's so upset in their life that they took time out of their life to post negativity out in this world. I feel bad for you and I have empathy for you, but it's not going to bring me down. I love my life. I'm happy with where I'm at. So I'm sorry that you feel that way. There's a thousand different ways you can go about this and find help, find happiness, but don't bring someone else down with you. Exactly. There we go. Right. I, I feel like that's a good, like, boom, mic drop to end it. Unless you have some other things you want to go over, Devin. No, Tyler, can you just tell everyone listening where we can find you? What's your name? Where, where can we go? Just go, like, easiest thing I always tell people, like, this is another thing why I don't answer comments either because people ask me a million questions and I'm like, all of this is in my free plan. So the free step-by-step -step plan, it's just on the S-I-T-E, FullertonNutrition.com. Uh, all the workout programs are there too. But everyone listening, look, if you're struggling with weight loss, you're struggling with getting the fat off the body, do not overthink it day by day, meal by meal, take out everything you've ever learned about weight loss, throw it out the window, just eat real freaking food, hit your calories. I have a free calorie calculator on there too. Um, watch the video because I break down how to use it. Um, and then just eat real food. Blood sugar control does matter. Um, but day by day, meal by meal, don't worry about the scale. Do not worry about the scale. Go off your before and after photos. Day by day, meal by meal. You got to eat to live, not live to eat. Love Good. it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you awesome. so much.